1: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
0: What's up, guys? In case you haven't... yeah. What's up, guys? In case you haven't heard, Blue Wire Studios just dropped their first original podcast, Golden Goal. The show gives you 10-minute episodes all about soccer legends and the moments that made them. Whether you're just learning about soccer for the first time or a diehard fan, this podcast is a great listen for everyone. The final two episodes are live right now, or you can binge the entire season to learn about your favorite soccer stars. Check out Blue Wire's Golden Goal, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And now we're going to get into this week's episode of Talking Hockey. I hope you enjoy.
2: Welcome to episode 21 of the Talking Hockey podcast. Uh, It's me, Ty, with Luke, Eric, and Martin. We got no special guests this time around. But today we're going to have a debate, I think, on uh, when to go for it. If your team, you know, on the cusp of trying to go for the cup, when do, when should you go for it? And, Eric, take it away because you always have such great opinions, and I love <laughs> to hear what you, what you think all the time.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. I know you love to hear what I have to say all the time. <laughs> People um... are here
2: to listen to you, Eric, so go ahead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to hear everyone's quote, opinions quote on, like... From them. Um, i know i but i do want to hear like everyone's takes on it first but like my take is like you should build your team around like consistently being in the playoffs never like trying to go all in basically i think you should like try to build like more of a not a dynasty so to speak where you're going to win multiple cups but build a team that's going to be competitive over a five six seven year window instead of you know, one or two years and going all in, and then screwing it up and having to rebuild or restart the process, kind of thing. Uh, I'm more on I'm more on that side of things.
1: I agree, but I think it's uh, fun when a team does like what Columbus did or something. Like if you're if you know you're losing your superstars, anyways, which I'm sure uh, the GM over in Columbus did last year. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of fun just to go go for it. <laughs> do you yeah.
3: do you think that that was the right thing to do for columbus no <laughs> probably not <laughs> <laughs> like if it, but like obviously that much though yeah like obviously we have hindsight now and so the fact that like yeah the jackets didn't win the cup or even make the conference final or anything like that but like even if like let's say we know at the time like this was gonna happen do you think it was worth you don't think it was worth it for the jackets to win a playoff series against tampa
1: but I'm not remembering how much
3: they lost. They literally had,
2: like, two draft picks last year. Like, a fifth-round pick and a seventh. Everything else was gone.
3: They gave up everything. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: So, they probably shot themselves in the foot, but, like you said, they they were probably never having that opportunity again with Panarin and Bobrovsky playing their best. He wasn't coming back. They knew it. So, like... Definitely screwed themselves up, but hey, if if, if this team starts struggling, you know, f- three, four years down the road when they lose all these players and don't have anyone to step in because they didn't draft anyone last year, right? Mm-hmm. No one to develop, it's the next GM's problem, right? Kekalinen doesn't care.
4: <laughs> so for con- for context on
3: the blue jackets, they got Zingle for Duclair and two seconds. Okay. And then they got Duchenne for a first round pick that ended up being Lassie Thompson, who uh, Martin, you're pretty high on. I know, um, Abramov, who's pretty de- he's a decent prospect, not like amazing or anything like that. Um, and then another 2020 conditional first round pick if Matt Duchene resigned, which he didn't. So basically, they got Duclair. So Ottawa no, they- got Duclair. Uh, they sorry, Columbus gave up Duclair, two second round picks, and a first round pick, and Abramov for that, you know, one playoff round win base.
1: Which <laughs> well, was their fir- which was their first ever, too. Yes. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. And they beat Tampa Bay, which is also kind of fun. Um I
3: mean that was like the best storyline of the playoffs. And in and the you, first round interviews. you
1: love to talk about this, like how much luck is involved in the Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs.
3: But that's like, that's why I'm like you shouldn't go all in because if it's all just luck, what's the odds that this one time you're yeah, gonna you consist two times you're gonna there. win? Yeah, because if you get there like seven if you get if you get into the playoffs seven or eight years in a row and you're a good team, you're probably more you know, your odds of winning a cup are higher than if you just go all in for two years and then you're a bottom feeding team again, right? I think that
2: Columbus is a bad example if you're using Columbus as the team that went for it because they were barely in the playoffs to begin with, <laughs> right? They made they were it was then but, but like, Columbus they were like was a good one team. point away. They were, well, sure. but they were
3: also a good team. Like, they they could, like, it was justifiable for them to think that they could, you know, make a conference final or something like that. Or even win a cup, I think. Yeah. If you have Panarin, like, imagine this current Blue Jackets team right now, but with Panarin, right? Like, you have yeah. Panarin, you have Duchenne, you've got, I don't know how great Duzingal was.
2: Duchenne. French Canadian <laughs> last name, yeah. Um,
3: Duchesne. Duchesne. Um Yeah. But, like, they, they had a chance. And if Panarin played as well as he did in New York, as he did, like, if he played as well as he did this year in the playoffs, they could have made a conference final or even won a cup. I wouldn't have been too surprised there.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, like, I understand why they did it, but I think it's just a bad example. Like, you. Maybe it's a salary cap world, but it's hard for teams to there, go all in it, right? It's hard for a top team to like go. It, yeah. yeah.
3: So do do you it's think so there are hard, other bro. examples for when teams have gone all in in the past? Because I can think of like a recent one other than Columbus, and that would be the Jets.
2: Like last right? year, they got, or two last years ago, year, they got Stastny?
3: Last, well, last year. And oh, yeah, last year, year was, was right? uh, Stastny, yeah. Stasny was two years ago. And Kevin Hayes was the year before, yeah. right? So they gave yeah. up first-round picks both those years, I think.
1: But the Jets is an interesting one because, like, they have really young talent. Like, all their really good guys are below the age of 25. So, besides Blake Wheeler. but, but, but.
3: So they gave up a first-round pick and Brendan Lemieux, who, you know, Brendan Lemieux isn't anything special by any means. Um, Do you have any that, thoughts
2: on, his, uh, on Brendan Lemieux's... Uh, 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 politics.
3: Hey, Ty, what happened? To not mentioning politics. Come on. Sorry.
2: Hashtag all right. That episode was like two months ago.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the year before that, they gave up a decent amount for Stastny too, right? It was a first I... round
1: pick for Stastny, I think.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah. So it was a 2018 first round pick that ended up being Rasmus Sandine.
1: I think part of the problem with going all in is if your team going all in because you look at examples like that Stastny, Hayes um Tatar in Vegas all those guys just like didn't work out because you were trying to add like a guy like a decent player to an already good room and mm-hmm. the room already has chemistry and it's really hard for a guy to walk in there and be like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna join and, this team that's played together for 60 something games at the trade deadline and make an impact. So
3: do you think that team should be going and making these big moves then? So rentals, because that's, I, a part, I, that's a part of it too, right? You have yeah. to account for what the rentals actually do when you're going all in mm-hmm. the rent. It's,
2: I think renting is always hard for like a one playoff run, because if you want to get a good rental, right, you got to give up, a decent amount for 15 games, 20 games of them being on your team, right? Mm -hmm. It's smarter. I think it's smarter to go all in sort of the way the Leafs are doing, right? Getting players who are under control, like last year they got Jake Muzzin, right? He wasn't a pending UFA. They gave up a lot to get Jake Muzzin,
4: but but they get a
2: defenseman in his prime, not an aging guy, not a guy who's going to be a free agent. And they got him for basically a season and a half. And then they signed Mm -hmm. him again, right? Resigned him. That's a smarter way, I think, to build your team and go for it. You know, trading your younger players to get guys who are still good and you can still control, right, for at least Mm -hmm. a season or two rather than just 10, 15 games.
3: I agree because if you look at, like, Tampa, when they made the McDonough-JT Miller trade with New York, they kind of did something similar, right? Like, they got McDonough, who had another year left on his contract still, uh, they got JT Miller who had multiple i think he was JT he, Miller free agent i don't know uh,
2: no because they he they they traded him to Vancouver last off season right so they had to have, Yeah but, uh, did,
3: but but i think mm, i think he they was, re, i think he had mm, one more year on his contract right and then they yeah. re, and then they re-signed him and they only and they get, ended up giving up like really not that much like they got McDonough and JT Miller and they gave up Nemesnikov who's you know not a great player by any means Ah, uh, Brett Howden and Hajik. I don't even know how to say his name. That Libor was a bad Hajik. Trade. Libor That, was, Hajik. A, that yeah. was a
1: fleecing of a trade. Yeah, that no. was a really <laughs> good Howden's
3: thing. good. But then, they, but then they got, but then they also got um, Nils Lundqvist, who's like a really good defense prospect, Swedish defensive prospect. So they got like one really good player out of it, but they gave New up York. J.T. Miller, yeah. who's you know a top twenty winger in the league this year. And Ryan McDonough, who's you know a solid top four defenseman for Because what did Tampa
1: day. get for the JT Miller trade? They got a decent yeah, first round pick. Vancouver. Yeah,
3: they got a first round pick that for this year. Uh, that's oh for this yeah for yeah. this year right. So they kind uh, I guess of restock the shelves.
2: Yeah, so that's a good. That's the other thing that does that does for you, right? If you're getting players with multiple years of control, let's say next season comes along, they're still on your team. You still have McDonough. You still have Musin. But let's say. Let's say the Leafs this past year really shit the bed. Let's say they had Babcock the whole year, <laughs> and you got Muzzin there. A team's gonna give up something for Muzzin, so you can kind of flip him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost. Or, but of course, mm-hmm. like, it didn't think... end up happening. But it's smart because if something, something happens, something crazy, unexpected happens, you can actually well, still try to recoup some of those assets. Or you're like Tampa's Tampa. like the king.
3: Can T- Tampa's like the king of doing it though? Like they even yeah. did it this year with Blake Coleman. Yeah. Like, they just picked up Blake Coleman for another for this season and the next season, right? Yeah. So, like, Tampa's kind of the, obviously not every team can beat Tampa, but they're kind of the, I want to say, like, ideal franchise when it comes to knowing when to go all-in. Because even when they kind of make an all-in type of move, they ended up giving up a bunch of prospects that didn't even really pan out or do anything in the NHL for McDonough and JT Miller, who were core players last year and then they were able to flip J.T. Miller for a pick First, that they used to Because it didn't really work. Yeah, well, no, I think it worked. It's just that he was too expensive to keep. Yeah, they had to shed salary. He did perform well because I remember in the regular season anyways, he had like 19 points in 20-something games with I mean, Tampa.
1: it didn't work as well as him in Vancouver. but
4: yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, obviously. No, no, he wasn't as good as – like, but he played – But he wasn't going to get the minutes in sure Tampa
1: they need it to do what he did in Vancouver. Yeah, well,
3: yeah, because I think he was only... I think in the playoffs, he was only getting, like, third-line minutes. I think he was Mm -hmm. playing with, like, Alex Killorn and Mm -hmm. whatever. That doesn't really matter, but regardless, I think the the move worked out in the regular season. The playoffs is a different beast together. you know players underperform all the time
2: that i want to go back to that playoff series because that was insane to watch the first i remember i was watching the first period it was the first game that was on the playoffs it was yeah that was the uh, first columbus versus game. tampa columbus versus tampa and the first period tampa owned them they outshot them like yeah. 20 to 5 they were winning three nothing and you're like all right this ain't fair i, tr- ain't I fair. almost turned it off dude.
3: i i swear i'm not even <laughs> Like I after- I was insane.
4: A play-
1: I was doing a playoff draft in a bar, and we were just like watching. and we We're like, okay, like this game's over. <laughs> and then Yo, let's see how we high we'll let's we'll see how we'll high
2: Tampa can run up the score. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I literally almost turned it off, and I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go like chill, and then watch like the next game. That was my plan. <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden, like I I stayed for a little bit longer, and then Tampa uh, then Columbus scored, then they scored again, then they scored again, <laughs> and yeah. then they scored again. <laughs>
1: which really deflated tampa pretty much but that just shows like the the luckiness kind of of the playoffs (laughs)
4: it's also
3: like it also shows how good their gm was because he didn't just go and trade the whole team and make all these stupid moves and everything like that like teams after big losses teams overreact right like Mm -hmm. the big the worst moves the teams make are after big wins and big losses like St. Louis wins a cup, and then they go sign Scandella for five years, go get Falk for, like, six years, and now they're going to lose Petrangelo. Like, teams make stupid moves when they win cups, and they make stupid moves when they make, you you know, they fuck up, basically. So it's impressive that their GM didn't do anything. He was like, no, this is my group. We're going to sit together. We're going to trim along the edges. We're going to trade JT Miller for cap reasons, but they're going to get a pick that they're going to use to flip to get Blake Coleman and... All that kind of stuff.
0: Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is finally kicking off this week, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24 7. On the entertainment side, Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team to bring you a brand new segment, The Ice is Right. Floyd talks about all his jewelry and gives you the chance to bet on the cost of his bling to win some great prizes. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE, capital B, capital W, to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. I think it's the way I look
2: at it, though. Like, I I somewhat agree with you that, of course, you want to keep you want to have as many shots as you can. Right. So going for it for one or two years doesn't always make sense. But at the same time, if you go for it and you win the cup. I don't care about the future. I don't care about two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, right, what the team's going to yeah. look like then. But Just because you went all for it. The cup's worth it to me.
3: I think the issue is there isn't an example that I can think of where a team went all in and it worked out. It's, you know what I yeah, mean? It, like, it, yeah, it, think about all the cup winners. Like, Chicago teams, is
1: What? Not many NHL teams go all in.
3: It's it's yeah, certainly hard in, like, in the, the salary NBA. cap. They don't go all in it, like yeah. in the NBA, where they trade four first round picks and or mm-hmm. five first round picks, and they get like some star player that's going to dominate for them. Like that doesn't happen. But there is like Winnipeg going all in when they acquired Stassi and Kevin Hayes, two years in a row. There's uh, what but they're Columbus still good did last year. Ish. but Winnipeg isn't. Winnipeg, I'm pretty sure we're going to miss the playoffs if this didn't happen. Like, they were...
1: They, um, it was, they, they were, were, like, but a wild that's card of, team. That's because of defense, more so. They lost some key defensive players. That's not because they...
3: But that's be- but they went all in, right? So they went all in and then lost all these players at the end of it. Whereas, instead of, like... they could have not went all in the last i'm not saying they should have or should have not done this by the way but they could have not went all in and then kept all those picks and then they'd have they could have had like rasmus sandin on their team right now because that's what their pick was used for well they could have had you know all these other defensive prospects or other prospects that they've lost but
2: that's the thing with prospects i guess it's all that 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 joke of uh would you rather have the mystery box or the boat well the mystery box could be anything it could even be a boat right that's sort of, like that's what I don't yeah. like about the prospect argument and trying to keep building your team and keep building your team and keep building well, your team. Well, that was the
3: because... issue with Winnipeg for years, Would right? you would his you couple day off wasn't doing anything with his team. He wasn't he didn't, he didn't make like any trades. I think he made like the least amount of trades out of like all GMs in the NHL or something over like a 3 or 4 or 5 year span, whatever it was. Okay. L- L- LA kind went of went all, all in. Jeff LA, Carter. Yeah, you know what? Jeff Carter and Gabrick. Yeah. And then they won those two cups, and then they, they, they were shit after. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
2: But those cups are worth it, obviously. Yes. It, you you want to put yourself in the best chance to win the cup, even if that's like a 10% chance so, based so on what the models
3: say. So if you're Winnipeg, you would have made those two moves. You would have acquired Stassny and Kevin Hayes. Stassny brought them win-win. to the conference finals. That's true. That, that year, they got, got to the conference finals. Cup, but that wasn't a cup. It doesn't
2: matter, like why my team hasn't won a know, playoff series point, since two thousand and three, right? right.
3: <laughs> but I think but the thing the point you were making was you don't care how bad a team gets as long as they win the cup, right, but they didn't win the cup, and they you want up being, but not, but as, we, but
1: it, as we as you know the to win the cup is kind of a crap shoot once yeah, you're it in once you're in you're <laughs>
3: but that, but then but then how do you decide whether to? Just, you know, Winnipeg keeps all their prospects. They make it in the playoffs. Who no, knows under- if they even. Like, because Winnipeg were going to make the playoffs those two years, anyways. It I didn't matter if
1: they agree. acquired phase. It I didn't, think didn't matter if they acquired Building staffing. a team. they were good teams. I think building a team is better. Like, I think where LA is now is. They kind of shot themselves in the foot by winning the, thing, the cups, but, but they the also did some dumb moves. They just kind of like—that's what like, I was about to say. Like they just, they screwed
3: themselves over after yes. they won the cups as well. Yes. Yes. Like if you look at the contracts they signed, like Doughty for eleven <laughs> Drew million. Drew Dowdy. <Doughty>.
2: Like, <laughs> Jonathan Quick,
0: <laughs>
4: Brown.
3: Hey, best goalie ever. Quick, Dustin, Dustin Brown. Brown. <laughs> they have Dustin Ra- Brown's Mike good, Richards,
0: hey. Although I think.
2: Dustin Brown's he does, good, He's okay. actually good. Yeah, he's look good, at his... He's he's, a, he's always the best war. He has the best war in, in Gar because he draws a lot of penalties.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: because he pisses
3: everyone off. He's and then the Kopitar, face. Kopitar deal is okay, but like he's not going to... That contract isn't aging well as it goes on. It's not as bad yeah. as the Doughty one.
1: But you, they have to. Then, they've, they've done nothing to build themselves back up enough. In, well in no, but I late, think they did because their like, their prospect
3: pool they is like one of the best in the NHL right now.
4: Yeah,
3: Martin,
2: I think I to, think the problem Hey. Hello. Yeah, continue. I'm trying to talk here, Eric. I, I,
4: I paused.
2: I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> Sorry.
4: I'm um, Take your time. Okay. Hurry up.
2: So <laughs> I think I think that the teams that if they're gonna go all in for it, they have to also avoid those legacy contracts, right? where you give yeah. the player, the aging player, like Drew Doughty in a max term contract, or you give, or you're you Chicago, and you give, you give Brent Seabrook his seven-year contract, right? And you're stuck yeah. with him for the rest of his career because of how good he was in that playoff run and when they went for it. You have to also mm-hmm. avoid those and flip the players when they're, you know, approaching their decline as, as a rental, right? They, I, think, I think the problem is, is about, teams don't,
3: I, don't know when to let go of guys. It's so hard for a team to decide, yeah. like, oh, we're gonna let this guy go now." Part of the right? problem like, is that's the it's.
1: It isn't just a business. You see the person as a person because they are a person. <laughs> like that's part of the problem too, right? Yeah, I see that that's, that's ignored a lot. They,
4: they,
3: start, they start liking. Parent <laughs> <all that stuff. laughs> uh, doesn't know
0: how to have emotional connection with anyone, so like that no it's like, like you
3: remember like, do you remember like that scene in uh money where the gm like he's like no i don't t- i don't like talk to the players i don't go to the games i don't like all that kind of shit just mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to like, yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't want to form an attachment to the players
1: exactly because
3: then you're gonna value because then your value of them changes right so it's like it's like that yeah. whole thing about how Every team values their own players more than they will the other team's players. That's why every single fan base is like, "Oh, I love these prospects," even though. Is that why my parents never talk to me? <laughs> just want to so get rid of me <laughs> so they can get rid of me easily. Get rid of you. Get you moved yeah. out, and they won't feel feel no Dude, ways.
2: I feel bad for Eric's future children, man. Instead of <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> speak to them, and he just wonders how much value they bring to his household.
4: <laughs> Their, What's their, the, war, future, in the, their, their war in that? Their war in the household.
3: My future kids will be a net drain. They will have a negative war. They will be the Jack Johnson. The <laughs>
0: He's gonna blame some like outside person, like this the director of scouting from 13 to 15 years old. He's gonna be like, it's their job? This kid's fucked up." <laughs>
4: <laughs> um,
1: Wasn't it Jack Johnson's parents know. that used him for money? Hey, yeah, yeah. It, it was.
3: Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe <laughs> right, Jim Rutherford right was like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe yeah. too close to home." There. I don't know. no, Jim Rutherford was
2: just helping a brother out. Man, he he got too connected to the player. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, what are the <laughs> exactly?
3: Johnson was just a complete asshole, or just like just nobody, like just like just some guy. Like he never would have got that contract, right? Yo, but he I, was like friends with Crosby and like maybe the GM liked him and he had a good relationship with bes- people. Besides like bad name.
1: contracts, I think Jim Rutherford's one of like the best GMs. Um Rutherford, just because he's always tinkering, he's always trying to do something.
3: No, no what he does is he cuts bait on a loser real quick. Yeah. And that's, that's like by far his best quality because he realizes he fucked up other than the Jack Johnson deal, which I guess he can't really get rid of anyways. But like he immediately realized... I feel like that was all Crosby.
1: Like that was all
2: like... Cr- from the beginning, from when he was a free agent that whole time, it was he signing with Pittsburgh. He signed, mm-hmm. everyone knew it. Mm-hmm. Rutherford, like I think he's someone who, although he cuts bait quickly, he'll also, when he has his mindset on someone, he'll get them. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: yeah because like he went and acquired like eric Eric goodbranson but then realized really quick this isn't working (laughs) out sent him away he went and acquired alex galchenyuk realized it wasn't working out flipped him right away so he doesn't make a ton of great moves per se like he makes a lot of mistakes but he realizes he doesn't double down on them which is like that's like a huge talent for GMs, right because it's like the whole
1: mistake
3: it's yeah, it's the whole sunk cost fallacy, right? Like in gambling, when you keep betting and you're like, "Oh, I've already lost a hundred dollars. My, what's another twenty dollars? What's another thirty dollars?" And then all of a sudden, you're down like a thousand bucks, right? But Rutherford's like, "Ah, uh, nope. You know what? I'm down. I'm down right now, and I'm going to cut my losses. I'm going to make the most out of the situation. Like that's it. Like he just cut bait on Galchenyuk, made him got it, flipped him for Zucker Wait, on the- top of other things.
1: Like obviously, he got lucky, like getting two of the best players in the world for. <laughs> like
2: Just when he yeah. s- signed up for the job, you got two but the two top centers yeah. in the league. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: But he he's done a lot right and like you said, he uh he, but he and he's made he, some, he some very good happen. he makes Yeah, he, like, and he's made some very
3: good moves too. I was listening
1: like, to him talk on 31 Thoughts podcast um mm-hmm. on the most recent episode actually and he was talking about the Phil Kessel trade, and he was like, "He didn't come out and say it, but he was like, there was people in my ranks that were dissenting against the Kessel trade, and I was always for it." And it's like he made the Kessel trade happen. Yeah, <laughs> and look at Kessel
2: yeah. was shit this year for the first time in his career, right?
1: Oh, I mean, I mean,
2: the really I mean, the get. Kessel. Oh, the get Kessel. Oh, sorry. Oh, Kessel.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, and then, but that's oh, yeah. a great then example. Yeah, then he realized he, he like, had, Kessel's going to be. Yeah, Kessel's buying them out, and we're going to make something happen,
3: dude. I'm looking at his at his trade history right now, and it's like incredible to look at. <laughs> like, he makes so many like I knew all this, but he makes so many moves, and then just immediately he's like, "Nah, you know what? Never, <laughs> never mind." Like the, he traded for Brassard. Remember yeah. that. And then he was like, "You know what? No, this didn't work out. I'm not gonna resign him or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. cut bait, cut his losses right there. That's all, in itself. That's impressive because most GMs would just double down, give him a contract, say it's a one-off. Hey,
2: on. hey, Martin, back to Derek Broussard. Uh, Do you remember when the Sens traded Mika Zibanejad no, don't, for him? Don't oh, me.
3: Let's not. Let's not. I'm, I'm, that's I'm a, not that's even
2: a bad an Ottawa example fan
3: of going all in. That's a really <laughs> yeah. bad example of going all Actually, in. Is
4: That
3: Ottawa going all in there? I guess, eh.
4: Yeah. So, wait, <laughs> it was. <laughs> they,
1: which was terrible. The
0: year the year that um that Pittsburgh traded for Kessel,
3: did they win the cup? Or was it twenty sixteen? The they won that cup, they they won a cup the year that he signed, and then they won the year after too. Or but not the they, year they traded for him? No, no, they won the year he tra- they traded for him, and then they won the year after as well. Is that a good example of a team going, is that an all-in trade? But they No, That's because a
2: that was a, that was eight years of, of, of him, right? Because he just signed his contract to the Leafs. Not eight years, probably like three or five years at that point, sorry.
3: I think it was... Right?
2: Five, six years. Yeah, I think five, six years. Uh, getting a player in his prime. It's different. I think going all-in, I know we kind of sidetracked your conversation, but going all-in is like getting those rentals and loading up for the playoff run. They weren't loading up for the playoff run. They were loading up for getting another player to play for the yeah. team in his prime, top winger in the league. You know,
0: yeah, that's mm-hmm. well said. So that you're you're calling going oh in going all in. I don't know what I just said. It has there. to be like a um, one year
3: move. It has to be like a. It has to be like that's a that's the...
0: a terrible way of framing going all in. What do you think? Okay, so how would you define going all in then? <laughs> well, I think going for the Kessel trade would be a good idea. Or a good is, example of going all in. How is, but going how is that in? going
3: all in if you have him for six years?
0: How is that not going all in? If anything, that's more of a commitment of going all in because you're got getting him for so long. Ah. I, no, no, I think I understand what you're saying, Luke, but I think but the that's original you discussion. Count
1: as a, the dynasty and
0: stuff. Well, we can change the discussion. That's what a whole <laughs> podcast is about. <laughs>
2: right. So, but they're. <laughs> the, they, that's the other thing, though, is that your, Leafs traded their star player in his prime to a cup contender how many times has that happened as well
0: okay so another example of potentially going all in in this in this case would be um a team trading up to get the first round draft pick overall is that going all in first overall draft pick you mean you're not going you're not going all in maybe for the playoffs but you're going all in for your team which in the long run is all in like are we counting going? What if it doesn't work that year? But the the moves that you made to go in all, all in the year before were the ones
3: that paid that off the next nonsense. year to win you the cup. You're making this way too complicated. <laughs> 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 I like, yeah. know like, what, what is the Luke? Definition Luke, of Luke, all in? Luke,
1: that's more that's more so like if you were going the opposite, going to trade for first overall. Let's say that's more that's so not, build, that's building building your fa- franchise, building your guys. Okay, okay well, but what if going all
3: in? We're talking about going all in for a cup. Right. Like okay. But what if
0: Tampa? In- right. What if Tampa this year traded for the first overall pick to get Lafreniere, mm-hmm. and then next year they won, but they now have Lafreniere for three years? Is that going all in? They'd have, they
1: have to him give him up like like an obscene amount. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: No, they wouldn't. They have. They would have to give up a proven player for a first overall draft pick.
2: Braden Point for first overall. That actually stupid. be like
0: an interesting deal, what, but it would be, but it wouldn't be worth it for them because be, points yeah. better. That's not my point. Is that going all in?
2: It's going all in if you're the team trading the first overall pick. I think.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but what if it's what if it's Tampa trading for that first overall pick because no, they want a not, last year? No, I don't even know
1: if team, the team. The team that It'd be giving, they'd be giving the up team. current,
3: they'd be giving up current stuff for that year. Yo, really depend.
1: This, this year could be interesting. No, This
3: happens
0: in the this happens in the off season.
2: It uh, would be interesting uh, if the if a team that loses that gets uh, like yeah. Pittsburgh say, loses, they get the first overall pick. Yeah,
0: but that's not going
3: all in, right? No, that's my your... my
0: point is like trading for the first overall pick. Yeah, because I know the, the the key aspect that you said was that they don't. It's only a one year move. But what if the one year move was to get Lafreniere for three years? I think it could be a two-year
1: from... move. I think going all in can be a two-year all-in play.
0: I just, kind I just of. think it's kind of ridiculous to to say that Kessel doesn't count because his contract was six years, but maybe they, they Yo, only used him for three anyways. That was a, they won two cups.
1: That was a fleecing of a trade too. Besides, Casper and Ka- Kapanen, like that was no, but good that was just
3: a cap dump, right? Like that yeah, wasn't a that's
1: fair.
2: The Leafs going to be
1: shit. It was to their tank man more
2: than
3: I anything. Think... Honestly, that like obviously Pittsburgh benefited more. <laughs> There's no doubting obviously. that because they got two cups out of it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a bad trade because, like, how many teams would have been willing to take Kessel at almost eight million dollars?
1: Oh, right? never I mean, mind. They they ended up getting Frederick Anderson. I
3: Yeah, I was about to say they yeah. used in one the, the, the trade tree. Trick.
1: In the trade tree.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that first that extra pick was flipped for Anderson. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the the biggest but problem was they gave up that, Maxine
1: like, got,
3: pick that's true yeah well like for anderson man. yeah that's but yeah, that's out of a deal yeah it's not a bad deal at all actually they got a they <laughs> got their goal yeah. and that yeah. was what
2: they're missing mm-hmm. from their team they got him mm-hmm. i got him. think yeah i think the issue with that trade for the leaf if you're looking at it from the leaf side is scott harrington they could have probably gotten a better prospect than him and along that's with kapanen fair. that's fair
3: well, Scott Harrington, when they first got him, he looked pretty decent, and he was, Well, the he reason like, why,
2: okay. the reason why the Leafs got him was because Mark Hunter loved him because he was a, a ex London Knight.
3: <laughs> we should have another podcast on just just on the fact. that... I went like, to high school anyone, with Scott Harrington's uh,
2: sister. Was she hot? Wow. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. <laughs>
2: you know, now let's uh, change the discussion to Scott Harrington's sister.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Um, what were we even talking about? I don't even remember. Going well, all back, in. To, back to my... Back to my <laughs> I was talking about Rutherford. So he went and then he acquired T- Tanner Pearson for Carl, Carl Hagelin. Then was like, nah, fuck this. Trading... He traded Pearson for Good Branson, mm-hmm. then traded Good Branson for uh, basically nothing, like nothing, like meaningful. And then, Getting and, but good along Branson's the way, a big win. <laughs> yeah, on, it's a huge win, right? But like the thing is, like along the way, he makes all these like really small, smart moves. Like he got Dominic Kuhne for Olimata, then he got. Uh, he got John Marino for a sixth round pick, which is insane from Edmonton because Edmonton. I guess he wouldn't sign in Edmonton. Eric um, has a hard
2: line for John Marino, confirmed.
3: Obviously, um, then obviously he went and acquired Zucker, and he gave up basically just a first round pick and Kalen Addison and one of his mess ups and Alex Galchenyuk.
1: Like but he Zucker's just he just flips
3: around. Whew. Zucker.
1: Yeah, and they could win. Like Pittsburgh could easily win this cup.
3: See, that's all that Zucker trade is more. Actually, it isn't really. An, is okay. You know what? I'm starting to agree with Luke. This is weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. How because how can that you Zucker quantify move, going all in? By the is year? kind of an all in move. I agree because he Zucker, still has yeah. yeah. He has three years left on his deal after this year. If
0: anything, it's more of a going all in move because you're literally saying, I'm getting the best available player that's not even on the market or maybe is on the market and the years beyond, yeah. even though I just want them for this year and
3: can potentially trade them like they did with Castle. There's two, there's different types of all ins. There's going all in for a year or two years, and there's going all in over the long term, which
1: I, I think I, Pittsburgh is yeah. a bad example of going all in because Rutherford's been so good at tinkering and making things work. And still being a competitor for so long.
0: Okay, so we can differentiate. Is this this the going all in podcast or the Jim Rutherford is the best? Mm -hmm.
1: No,
3: but I think we can differentiate between going all in and like sacrificing, like your entire future, knowing you're going to be bad in a year or two, versus going all in, making smart long term decisions that are going to keep you competitive over the long term. So, like Rutherford, he's made all these moves. He kept Zucker for a couple years, got Castle for a couple years, competitive over the long run, but then. There's moves like Winnipeg where you're like, okay, I know I'm only gonna have this guy for a year, mm-hmm. or for this off and then my future. Like, I don't really care about my future right now. Like, this is just yeah, to win
1: again. There's two different doesn't types of really going. To worry on. about their future that that but hard. I think they do a little bit considering, considering like Wheelers right is, so is so young, A is so young, Shifley's yeah, yeah. decently
3: young for sure. Um, but They don't have a second line center, Connors, and they gave up all young. these assets that could have made gotten them the second line center in the end anyways. But right. They don't have a defense their whole right, now. right now is
1: their defense. They didn't give up but, any I mean, defensive but prospects really. But they
3: also don't have a sec a really good second line center, right? Like they don't have no. really good depth down. Like Brian Little, I guess but, is but what part they of have.
1: The problem, yeah, part of the problem is they keep relying on Little. And Little is and they signed very him to a huge long term. And very they signed him to a big long
4: deal.
3: So, yes he is. Like and he the entire season
1: They love him. He's
3: a good player for sure. And he's played his whole
1: career with the franchise, so it's like,
3: see, there's the emotions. Yeah, there's getting back to (laughs) those (laughs) emotions. Do Do you think it's a good idea for teams to get emotional with players, like in the long run? Yes. Okay, so you see, this is an interesting argument now. I like
2: this. I think (laughs) it's it's hard to. I think it's hard to ignore it because, if you're okay, so for example. Kyle Dubas, this past Christmas break, when Ilya Mikheyev broke his or tore his wrist ligament, right? He stayed with him.
3: Okay. And... No, that's not that's not relevant. We're talking about caring about a player enough to, like, yeah, exactly. really <laughs> give him an eight year deal. He just stayed the night. That's not caring I... about. That's not Are extremely... you joking? Are you
0: joking? You're joking right now, right? <laughs> I'm not
3: joking at all. He stayed the night. Big deal. Oh, giving my... someone an. Then giving listen, a... giving some. Giving someone Where's an eight go? year, $20 million deal is, or whatever, $10 million deal is like, okay, I'm, I, that's your feelings getting in the way of decision-making, right? No, that's called bad decision-making. Yeah. That's letting your feelings get in the way of decision-making because you're like, oh, I, per- I personally love this guy. Like I, you're letting your feelings about him cloud your rational judgment over how good this player is. Staying over with Mikhail for the night in a hospital is just, okay, like I, I'm a human being it's <laughs> a very yeah. big
2: difference. eric that's what you do with girls how come you don't do it with hockey players <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah eric you give girls eight million dollar contracts for one day yeah, i don't know I, what- I don't
3: i don't even know what i don't even know what kind of joke you're trying to
0: make there. I don't even,
2: i'm trying to say <laughs> that i'm trying to say that like you get emotionally connected to girls okay. hockey players
3: that oh, I'm still okay. not getting your argument. I don't, I don't understand. Wait, no. <laughs> I don't mind there. Can you argument Ty? Luke? Hey, Luke? It. Yeah, Ty, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> my my
0: argument was more that you pay for sex. So that was a pretty <laughs> one. <laughs>
3: that, I got that joke part of it, but I didn't get the way Ty was
0: trying to I didn't know where Ty was going with it, but I thought I'd finish with the pay yeah, for yeah, sex because I thought that was, that was better. And I was like, I'm just going to finish this joke, I think. Okay, but I don't understand how you don't see. Do- Dubas staying over, like that's literally... True.
3: You've been doing something. Yeah, he, uh, but you
0: were using the money ball example earlier as that GM was distancing himself that, to not that's get obviously any emotional the extreme,
3: That's the extreme of any emotional Okay, so I'm and just so, saying... You can be Dubas and go visit Mikheyev in the hospital, but then not give him a seven-year contract for $6 million. There's a but difference. That's not, that's that not, has nothing to do with emotions. Yes, it does, giving, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because if you go and win a cup with Doughty and you've had him for all these years, you've had him for... You know his entire career. You're good friends with him. You're emotional towards him. You're gonna give him a bigger contract than he probably deserved. Just like how Brent Seabrook clearly got a massive deal when he sh- didn't deserve it I, and he shouldn't have gone. You're it. you're paying at that point. You're paying there. for results. You're, 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 no, just, you're not paying for you're results. Like, no. you're paying for old results. That's not yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yes, and that's correct. An emotional. Thing. You feel like you feel like you need to pay. This player because he performed okay. so well okay. for me you before. That's a, okay. Okay. Your argument okay. at all is not I, against emotions. I, I, yours I, is
0: I, yours is GMs are looking at the different facts that and stats that you are. No, 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 so no, no. They're basing no, them up no, no, of emotions.
4: It has nothing to do with emotions. So Luke, I have, so I, have, wrong,
0: I, have, I have a good example. I have a good example.
1: You have to go to okay. the lower down players for better examples. Okay, let's look in Ottawa at a player like Mark Borowiecki.
4: Borowiecki,
2: come on.
1: Borowiecki. Borowiecki. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Come on,
2: dude. Borowiecki. Yeah, whatever. Okay, we'll go with that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him because that, that was his name for a bit. Um,
0: okay, yeah, keep going.
1: He's a great guy. Stand up dude does a lot for the community, and you hear all these news articles about him. They're paying him, I don't know. I think it's above a million dollars, which is ridiculous. Because <laughs> yeah. Mark Boreski Boreski, uh, whatever. Oh,
0: you're a sense fan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Should not really be in the NHL. If you look at what he does, what he contributes. Where's
3: the S in his name? There's just Borowicki, isn't it? No, yeah. it's not Borowicki. It's Borowicki. There's no S. There's no Listen S. To what it. are you talking about? Oh my
0: god! I'm
2: pulling this up right now. Markor <laughs> Wieski
1: pronunciation.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, but yeah, so that sure. was an
1: emotional sign when they signed him for like two or three years, whatever it was, because literally he could easily not be in the NHL and no. Yeah, but that's like
3: a nothing. That's not. That's not, not something that's going to impact your franchise really, right?
1: Like, yeah, but- like.
4: But that's, that's not a franchise. a different, that's a different level of emotion.
1: You're talking about emotional towards the guy because he did this, this, and that for your franchise. Yeah, which is like I understand why they. Did I that. get I don't, it. I don't. I do I don't get think, it. I'm not saying it. I don't think they should. Yeah,
3: yeah. I but I think
1: that is a better example of emotion in the game and like GMs, teams signing players because of emotional connection yes yes
3: but that's not going to impact your franchise like that's not a problem right like having a personal relationship with the player no isn't a problem and having no. a personal relationship to the player where at to the point but they where keep giving them tr-
1: contracts the
3: which is kind of yeah boring. but like but he's, a, but he's an nhl player like he's a he's a twe- he's a bottom he's a sixth defenseman seventh yes. defenseman and it, on a team almost like the sanders unique.
1: it doesn't matter but <laughs> yeah, they're
3: not hitting the cap. They don't, they, I guess they don't have much cash, but he's like a guy for them, right? Like he's and he's maybe he's a leader. I don't and know. He's I don't a, want to speculate. he's a stand-up
1: guy. He's, a, like, he's, he's obviously a great like, human fans being. definitely
3: like him and all yes. that stuff. But giving that guy one million dollars instead of nine hundred fifty thousand dollars isn't a big deal. It's when you're okay. I think it's this more player,
1: than a million dollars. Hey,
2: listen, Eric. Fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Okay.
1: Especially for Melbourne. That's as much but... <laughs> I make in a year. Yeah. That's my salary.
0: For for NHL players, it's literally I, like a percent. At the same time, it's I do think there is a a point of, of rewarding guys who are doing good in the community. And maybe yes, like not to the point I of I like, hey, so. here's here's like a million dollars. It's like, okay, here's an extra hundred thousand dollars because you're doing good good work in the community. Maybe your stats aren't that good. There's a there's a there's a point to pay for intangibles. But it's it's when you get to the point where it's like, we paid for this guy's leadership throughout the cup. And it's like, okay, well, good job. Like, he, he still sits on the bench for like 55 minutes of the game and he doesn't really do that much when he's out there. So I, I but at the same time, I, I think there's a component of you have to care about the player, the individual and work with them. And that's more of like a, an organizational thing. I think not just solely on the GM, like it's treating them well, feeding so, yeah, them well, most, you know, taking care of them.
3: Aren't done by the GM for sure. Like it's like an yeah. organization top to bottom. They deal with hundreds of employees, maybe not hundreds. You know, yeah. dozens of employees, I'll say. So
0: it's- and so, so it's the GM taking the best advice from his team, trusting them with that information, and also getting to know the player a little bit through their interactions as well. It's like, do you do you punish a player heavily for the agent that they have? Like that's another thing too. Is is the agent the one fleecing the the yeah. GM? Like, there's so much more that goes into it. Then, and I I think there is a. Uh, component of I would, I would say I would say the agent or, you have
1: is goes to the type of person you are.
0: Well, no, Martin, I, I
1: think that, that
2: you can't you can't blame an a player for yeah, you giving you can't blame a player for taking six million. Like that. You can't. No, yeah. no. Listen, no, no. What I'm saying it's is that if you're a player, listen. What I'm saying is that if you're if you're a player like I don't know Carl Olson or Jack Johnson and the Pittsburgh oh, Penguins no, GM like, comes up to you and says, "Here's a six year contract for." Whatever, Bro. $6 million that's a not, year.
3: But that's not on, that's not on the player. That's not on the player, exactly. I'm not, not blaming not, a player. I'm not blaming a player. player gets overpaid, him. I'm not mad at the player. No. I'm never mad at the player. 100% not. Because that like, fucking take, get as much get as you your, can. Because in my payday. I would get my, I would do it too, right? Like, I'd try to get as much as I possibly can. I don't care about my employer. I don't care, like, what their pockets are like. I just want my money, right? Mm-hmm. But But at the same time, there's a different, like, I just want to stress the difference, between caring about a player and then letting that impact what you're going to do with him to a significant degree, right? Mm. So if you've already succeeded with the player, you can tell he's falling behind, but you're like oh, I, he's done so well for us in the past, but you can see that he isn't the same player he used to be, and then giving him a $5 million deal or you, for six years. Or you years should or be able to see. clearly an emotional decision at some point, and you're letting that bias affect your judgment. It's not... And I truly believe, I truly believe that every single GM that gives those kind of contracts out, they're not looking at it as, oh, he's my friend, I want to give him this money. They're, but they are looking at it as, oh, I'm going to let my... Emo-, they're allowing the emotional part of their brain impact their decision making. And I think it's very hard to separate both, without a doubt. Yeah. But they do true it's more on that side of things and is tangible results that they're giving. And then I'm not the saying be friends. Obviously, no. No. You probably but, ideally you probably but shouldn't but I, I
1: think I think LA would have benefited like obviously way more from trading Drew Doughty than signing Drew Doughty.
3: I agree. Hundred percent, because there would have been teams that would have overpaid like mm-hmm. hell for him. Mm-hmm. People would have given up. Like people were talking about like trading Marner for Drew Doughty at the time. Yeah, people and, still and shit, would like, do that. <laughs> yeah, like it's and it, like imagine if like the Leafs did that. Like what a disaster or like any really top young player in the game. Like imagine trading any of those guys for and then getting Drew Doughty and getting that contract. But that's again that's an emotional decision versus. It's- uh,
2: it, nope. I wouldn't say it's an, it's a legacy, it's a legacy decision more so legacy. than an emotional. Yeah,
3: one. but and but that, so I guess we're gonna, you're gonna have to refer to it as bias then, a legacy like bias per se. Yeah, because
2: mm-hmm. he was so good for us. If you didn't have Drew Doughty, you're not winning those those two cups if you're yeah. LA, mm-hmm. right? And Three that's cups. The yeah. Constant
3: argument people have, right? It's like, oh, but he did this or he did this. Well, that's not him right now. He did that in the past. We're talking about right now, and I think a lot yeah, of people because, have a problem because they're still people. Meditating. I, both I think
1: there's right. also the factor that GMs are probably worried that if they treat it fully like a business, treat every employee, including the players, like they are just another part of the business, that players will be less mm-hmm. um, inclined to negotiate with them or stick around. Because mm-hmm. they'll be like, absolutely. This guy, this guy just sees me as. At, but, yeah. Yes
0: that's one there's also one the pressure from owners to the pressure from fans but i think the biggest issue is when you have an average tenure of like three or four years as a gm in the national hockey league mm-hmm.
4: you, you don't, don't give a, a, a shit. fuck <laughs>
0: you don't give a shit what you do in your third year because you're probably gone within two years anyways right like yeah. they don't have the longevity or or safety net to not care about the fans' reactions because the fans are a huge component of them sticking around, their fan happiness, their brand happiness. So I think we don't do give a lot that of credit nothing to matters them?
3: more to fans than just winning. Or at least you either have to the GMs don't get fired for winning and they don't get fired for just completely rebuilding. They get fired for stalling, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, what a GM but realistically
0: only, only 15 of 31 teams are winning or sixteen of of thirty one teams are are winning every year because only sixteen teams get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So fourteen more, like and almost even, half the league. And even losing.
1: then, your job's not secure. Like if you're, yeah, if you're
3: yeah. if you're just making the playoffs, your job's not even like, like Kyle like, Dubas... Vegas, just you know they fired a coach because he, mm-hmm. they weren't first mm-hmm. in their division. Right, like mm-hmm. you're never mm-hmm. safe per se. Like but Dubist, the majority the of Leafs, firings, yeah.
1: If the Leafs like, don't do well this year. And don't do well next year, Dubas is gone. Or they're like in the playoffs. Hey, hey I mean, Martin,
2: Martin, Kyle Dubas is a dream guest, so you better not say things like that. He's doing a great job, Kyle. Du- I think you're doing Dubis great. Knows,
1: Dubas knows that, though. Like, I, no, I don't I think, think, Dubis, sh- I think I think I
0: think Shanahan knows that longevity matters in a role, and he's going to give Dubas the time.
1: I think he should. Like, I think, I think it, is all, is a I good think it all just
3: matters on what moves they make, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever right tro- to But Toronto fans will go fucking ape you-
1: shit. <laughs> sure,
3: yeah, that, that's that's the issue with most markets. But well, the thing well, is, like, the Leafs don't have to worry about that, right? What do the Leafs care if fans get angry? They're gonna pay for the game still, their revenue mm. isn't gonna go down. If Vancouver's fans get angry, they care because revenue goes down, people don't show up for games. All that shit, right? All you know, Arizona, all of a sudden, or I don't even know if they're ever going to fire check after everything that hey, happened. But regardless,
2: listen, sorry, he was he but,
3: he, he, but regardless, if you're the Leafs, if you're the Rangers, if you're you know, the biggest, the bigger teams, you don't need to fire GM because fans are unhappy. You need to fire GM because you're like, oh, okay, you know what, this isn't working, he isn't making the right moves. So as long as Dubas is doing the right things, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter what happens on the ice, but. They'll be able to justify it and look at it and go, okay. Like, you know, you're making all the right moves. You're doing everything right. It's just, you know, playoffs are partly luck at some point. Obviously, if they lose the first round, or if they lose the play-in and then lose the first round next year, major changes will happen. I'd mm-hmm. assume mm-hmm. franchise-wise, but
1: I think ownership it's steps like... in at that point because the owners also are a, are a See, the a thing. Is like factor. I don't know. I don't know how
3: much owners ownership cares when it comes to the big teams over you know making long playoff runs and all that stuff. That's like fair. if you're making making the playoffs, it's one thing. But how much like they're going to make a shitload more money, undoubtedly, if they make it to the conference finals finals. But like they're still making a huge profit regardless well, of the their teams making the playoffs. I, I think not. if or you're, I think more- if. First round. If you're the
2: Leafs ownership, you're dishing out millions upon millions of dollars for your scouting that because they, you know, I guess probably the past five year scouting and stats, they've spent tons of not money on that
3: money, right? They're not losing but, money. They're never going to worry about losing money.
2: If they're investing in all this, you're going to want to see results at some point, right? Yeah, that, that's definitely right. Yeah. Like, I,
3: but I'm just saying that they're less likely to go to the panic firing mode, whereas other teams constantly do do that, especially yes. middle market teams and lower market teams. Buffalo. That's when you see good the example yeah, just fired That's when you what see the panic. Is. Yeah, Botterell, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But like, that's when you see the panic shit, move skin because Buffalo fans immediately they're angry and they're like, okay, you know, you know what? We have to fire this GM. This GM has to go.
2: He did nothing, man. He had nine defensemen on his roster all year and yeah. couldn't he trade did, a single one of them.
3: is not the greatest example because yes. he didn't do anything well. On but top like, of
1: that. he also had bad ownership.
3: But it, but it was ridiculous that at like when they fired him, like why, it, yeah. why now? Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, no. It's it's also like if you're at Buffalo, you're now into your like fifth GM in, in seven years, right? Or fifth hedge coach as well in, in seven and years. And then at some point, you also There's have no consistency. maybe it's
3: not the GM. It might be ownership's responsibility at some part. How do you and fix like, it?
2: Yeah. You can't keep putting new people in and then you don't get results, right? Because you need consistency. Think- Every single year, Jack Ockels had a different coach, basically, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think with the Leafs, it's a bit different because they're owned by companies, not a not a single entity like a lot of other teams are which I think is a huge factor in the ownership because Tannenbaum Tannenbaum isn't he Tannenbaum like owns 25% of the company that owns 25 or he owns the company that owns 25% of MLSE or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he's like the executive chairman or chairman of the board for MLSE. So yeah, he's like, he has the most say in the organization, but he himself is not like really personally financially invested as much as other owners are.
1: Maybe, maybe all teams should be like that.
0: Well then you just put power in, in well, the, the hands of I think the issue is, is
3: when you put you put ownership into the hands uh, Luke, of like that's one That's a whole G20. different topic. <laughs> I know, yeah. Whole different <laughs> one. I think the issue, issue is like when you have owners that want to be too involved in the team and don't know anything about the sport, right? Like like Melnick, Correct. he doesn't know anything, but he gets himself involved too much. The Pegulas, they don't know anything, they get themselves involved too much. Like owners that like I shouldn't know the owners' names for most franchises. And the fact that I do know some names is the issue. Mm-hmm. Right? The owner's job
0: is to hire the president whose job it is to know about business and running an organization. That's why I think Larry Tanenbaum and Brendan Shanahan are probably one of the biggest best. Leadership teams in the in the NHL because I don't really think Larry Tannenbaum does much. He's got Masayu Ujiri, he's got Brendan Shanahan, and he's got uh, the TFC manager or president who also like they they run their own shit. Like yeah,
3: like every team this... runs themselves very well. Yeah. yeah, I don't
0: think Larry Tannenbaum is is heavily invested. And again, I think that goes back to his he's not very financially invested in it. Like if you think about. You know, um, Mark Cuban or, or whatever, he's so invested in, in Dallas. But he also and knows he's
1: what he's doing. Co- correct. But, <laughs> but he's,
0: he's, a, he's a
3: super fan too, right?
0: Yeah. Like, he's an investor. Yes. yes. So it's like he as a financial investor in many companies, he's still on the board or still speaks and is heavily invested with a lot of those companies, but he but he also knows to remove himself. Um, and I think that's really the mentality that you have to take it because it is your money at the end of the day. Obviously, that Carolina, a, that
1: Carolina Hurricanes stuff. owner, he was, he yeah. came in. And
0: seemed he's doing to know a him. great job too. Yeah. yeah, but everyone, see, everyone was worried about him at first because they said he's oh, so hands on. That, that's Every-
1: hockey culture, though. More so, you're all
0: of the here. media was so worried about him coming in mm-hmm. and saying he's going to ruin it and mm-hmm. like he's going to be too much of a force on it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's been is super positive. So I think it just matters what you care about. If it's, if well, it's, you, if if you, you know care what about doing, winning, yeah. if, yeah, like to me, like the, the, the people thing is he didn't, Canucks, didn't
3: influence hockey decisions too much. He tried to influence the marketing fan side yeah, of things. More right? so, yeah. More so I think so that's what hockey. he knew. I think he knew, like, I know how to, you know, create a market. I know how to create excitement. What's his name? And that's what he did. But he left Tom, Tom something, right? No, no, no. Tom Dundon's the GM. Um, no that, no, that no, no, is no, him no, Tom Dundon Doug Waddell is the is yeah, Doug Waddell the GM. Right, yeah you're right you're correct yeah. um, maybe Eric
2: doesn't know everything
0: guys <laughs>
3: but okay, but if you I if you think about this confused. I was going to say Waddell is the uh, the owner okay. but,
0: but I... coming back to the the hockey side of it when Sebastian Ajo got that offer sheet from from uh, Montreal from Montreal wasn't it the owner who stood up and said we're going to match that like that was a hockey and marketing decision that was a, a, weak, that was a
2: offer
1: sheet like,
0: that was a really weak yeah. offer. Shoot. That was, that the was, best that, that they
2: was, could do, man. Come on.
0: It's never, never like, why, why, before. why
1: bother at that point?
0: But that, that's, that's an owner getting his hands in a situation, yes. but from a marketing 100%. angle, from a marketing angle, saying we're going to stand by our players. That was an emotional decision. Mm-hmm. Like, or at least the way they framed it was very emotional. Mm-hmm. And so I don't
3: think, I don't being think they framed involved, it as very emotional. I think they were just like, ha, are you kidding? You think we're going to give up this really th- talented guy for. Is yeah. that an motor show? That's 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 you uh, I guess marketing I mean I think yeah. I feel like that's more of just like uh, I feel like that's more commodity no, Yeah, I feel like that's like why would I give up this gold bar for two pieces of silver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not
0: disagreeing but I they still think there was an emotional aspect of it because they much like I think Carolina came, came out was like That was basically. Their-
2: that was their star player. What if, what if the Leafs or, or another team offer sheet and like a like a mid tier player, like Ethan Bear, for example, this offseason? Would would it, the ownership still say the same sort of thing? I know it's a different team, but You're like, talking about a different what ownership. if it was like, yeah, but exactly. But what would the what would the owner in that case say?
3: I don't think offer sheets.
2: I don't, interesting thing.
3: I don't even know who the Oilers' ownership is. Now that I think cats Daryl cats. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I know. Never
4: mind.
0: But with that, I don't think they would ca- like. I think that, that speaking out about an offer sheet was strictly a Carolina owner personality move. Like, I don't I think, think it's Florida a marketing
3: move. I think they yeah. got a shit ton of retweets because they just mm-hmm. put a laughy face beside the the offer sheet offer from Montreal. Carolina's like, their game social game media was... team dominated. It deserved a laughy like face. It <laughs> They did. It did. A hundred. Martin, it didn't.
2: That's, that was honestly the like. If you're gonna overpay someone, Aho was probably play. their best. They did everything they could. They, could. they put went huge.
3: The next... No, they put the next. They go to the tier above, but they were just being bitches about it. And they were put. To. They put
2: huge signing bonuses there. That's the only yeah. way that they could have done it.
0: All no, this to say, was ownership involved in the, the team level is not a
3: above, thing. and gave up an extra pick, and they could have got Aho, and that would have been their franchise center and they would have dominated. But that's another topic for another day, and we're already at,
0: like, almost an hour. So I think this conversation has to be Guys, this conversation went from should teams go all in to Jim Rutherford is the best GM in the league currently to should owners care about their players to end to who's the best owner in the league. To
2: end capitalism. Is that what we're saying?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Oh. You missed, oh, you missed the, the emotion Burn the owners, yeah. yeah eat cool. the eat the owners, eat the capitalists, eat, eat the rich, eat the yo, rich.
1: Yo, I saw this tweet. Oh my god, I almost lost my mind at this because it was so dumb. Hey, no politics. It was. Hey,
0: Martin. Whatever happened? To, whatever happened to uh, this week's worst comment section segment? He stopped oh, reading. He... comments
2: about three months ago.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: Your
3: co-
1: their comments are just so bad. When 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 that I lose when, my when, uh... mind every time.
3: <laughs> when when we, the season gets back, we'll do like winners and losers of the week and we'll be consistent with it. But we I'm always on- the
1: loser of the week. I read a lot yeah, of the but... comments, Ty. I don't think you realize how many of those comments I actually
3: read. Yeah, I'm, I, Martin does read mind. them because it's so funny sometimes. Because I'll be, I'll be like, I'll respond to a comment and then the guy will respond back. And then I'll see Martin respond to him after that. And I'm like, Martin's like, I can't take this anymore. I need to step in. It's so funny. It <laughs> no
2: wonder Martin loses brain cells every single day I talk to him, man. Like I, every time it's like he's lost a little bit more. It is so funny. I can't
3: <laughs> tell if he's
0: going bald from the stress of the comments uh, or he's just got a nice haircut. Uh... <laughs> Your I just did fall hair. I could see haircut. your mom do it, or or like an you go to a barber.
1: My buddy did
0: it. Oh, nice! Support your local business. Support your local friends. And
1: Stay with that, I don't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. He strong. doesn't ju- pay him with you cash.
3: Bad. Not even a tip. Not a nice little like. Oh, I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you a usually, couple
1: drinks. Usually, his parents make me dinner.
3: Oh my God! So <laughs> you, <yeah. laughs> Andy, <how> are you? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I hate. I hate you. <laughs> all right, so that was
0: a good overall conversation about all those different themes that we just packed into one fifty-nine minute rant. Okay. <laughs> good.
1: You're welcome. you're
2: so, um,
0: really bad
1: at staying on
3: topic. I'd yeah. like
1: to thank well, that's Sam Gagne for coming on last podcast because that was pretty dope to talk to him. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know, Martin. You were at a loss for words,
3: <laughs> man. Luke, I wish you didn't cut out the part of him stuttering and you just let it be. It would have been honestly, so I have to check if I, d- I did or not. I like, I
0: don't know. The first half, I had to cut out quite a bit because I was cutting out a lot. of... Uh, I feel like you overemphasized
1: episodes. how much, like, I uh,
0: no, you dude, froze. It, was, it was funny. You froze. I was like, Martin, come on, it was like time. it was like seven seconds for five words or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Uh,
3: did, did did you uh how, so, how <laughs> okay. COVID yeah COVID?
2: how covid
0: <laughs>
3: how how deal covid how are you giving
0: covid <laughs> all right see guys martin will roast you guys in the comments but we roast martin on the podcast <laughs> so it's fair it's very fair game anyways okay. thank you everyone for goodbye. Tuning in, and goodbye here's the outro now Thank you, everyone, so much again for tuning in to another episode of Talking Hockey. We've really enjoyed this process of making this podcast um, and continue to uh, make the best content for all of you. If you like this episode or any of the last episodes, please leave a review or a rating on Apple Um, It does a lot for the show. Please hit that subscribe button, that follow button on Spotify. Um, Also, please reach out to us on our Instagram at Talking Hockey. Uh, We always love to hear feedback from the fans, what you're interested in hearing about, and we will try our best to make sure that it makes it onto a podcast episode. Let us know what you want to hear. As we continue to grow, we we continue to uh, adapt and change and find things that work. And so we're really looking forward uh, to to continuing to build this community community around this podcast and and produce great content for you all. So please check us out. Um, We love you all. Thank you so much. Luke here. Cheers.
4: With a single, seamless API integration... Cover Genius enables companies across all industries to distribute customized insurance policies and warranties at point of sale or sign up. Trusted by partners like Intuit, Wayfair, Booking.com, and eBay, Cover Genius's platform embeds global protection in all 50 states and 60 plus countries. Happier customers, unlocked growth, insurance the way insurance should be. Visit CoverGenius.com/start to learn more.